Welcome everybody to a brand new episode of Fair Faithful Podcast. I'm Brandon Freya, joined by me is my co-host Christian Dyer, and we got some special guests tonight. As always, we got 49 Media on Shul. How we doing, man? Uh, doing all right. Been a rough week of school because it's like just the classes are harder, just a lot of work on the freaking second week of school, but I feel it, man. Got through it, it. So, and then we got the one and only Niner Sickness, Beto. How we doing? What's up, brother? I'm doing great. Doing great. Mm-hmm. Be doing better after Sunday's uh, whooping of those Cowboys. Tell you that much. Yes, sir. And then Dion will be joining us shortly. Um, he's running a little bit late. And then we'll also have another circle guest that's a Cowboys fan uh, joining us as well. Um, he's actually my cousin. So uh, we'll be looking forward to that as well. You but, have uh, Cowboy fans in your family, bro? That's it. I'm out of here. It's just, honestly, <laughs> dude, it's just my one cousin. Everybody else is either Niner or Raider fans. Two of, my bro- two of my brothers are Cowboys fans, so I get it. You, your girlfriend, Brendan's a Niner fan? No, my neighbor. Oh, your neighbor. Yeah. But uh, let's go real quick into the chat. Skittle, I know he said this like a couple days ago, but he goes, bro, you legit going live in three days. <laughs> what's going on? Roy, what's going on? A. Edwards, what's up? Steve-O, how's it going? Why you have a Packers fan? Uh, Packers emblem, I don't know. Damian Lee, what's up? Carcast, long time no talk. Hope you're doing well, man. Yo, Carcast, little man. Carcast. Yes, sir. All right, Paul, how you doing? All right, guys, let's get it right into it. How you guys feeling going into the divisional round versus the Cowboys? Uh, media, let's go with you first. Yeah, so, I mean, defensively, I don't feel too, too worried. I, I just hopefully the secondary, I still think, can make a little bit more adjustments. Um and, you know, as long as they're bringing pressure in this game, because you like Dak Prescott is the biggest, like he has the most turnovers, uh, it, it, you know, this season um, as, as the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. And then offense, I mean, sorry, def- offensively, um, I'm, I'm a little nervous just because this is Purdy's, I say, real test of going against, you know, a top three defense, uh, you know, that that defense is no joke. Uh, you know, this offensive line's young, so it's going to be also interesting to see how they uh, do, which I think they're probably going to be fine, but just something to still watch for. Again, it's going to be his best defensive matchup that's going towards, and I think the Niners are going to have to get off to a fast start that they can't be stumbling. All right. Uh, Beto, let's hear what, you, what your thoughts are. You know, Kind of a point that uh, 49er Media made uh, about how he's kind of concerned that Brock Purdy is going to be facing a so-called dominant defense in the Cowboys, right? But uh, the last time I heard uh, Fred Warner say that he's been facing a top or the best defense all year long in practice. When you go against the 49er defense, um, I'm not worried about that Dallas uh Defense and their secondary is not good. Diggs is probably um, the only one good back there. Um, we got both. Well, go ahead. He, he probably had his worst game of his career against Brandon Ayuk in the playoffs last year. So. He did. Absolutely. So, you know, anything can happen on any given Sunday. Absolutely. But uh, Brock Purdy, 
guys, get a mistake. And he's this guy he's already had six games under his belt. Uh, it's a seven, seven games under his belt. Go back with uh, six starts. Uh, and he's playing, he's getting better and confident, like he needs confidence, but he's getting more confident each and every game. And he already faces a pass rush like the Niners. So although the defense that the Dallas presents is better than the defenses we played against from other teams, I give him that. But the Niners will be prepared. Plus, they have two and a half days of rest at home. They don't have to travel. Uh, the 49er faithful is going to be there. Dallas is coming in on a high note. Uh, would, would that be their demise or they're coming in here thinking that they just won the Super Bowl by beating uh, 45-year-old uh, freaking uh, Brady? They're going to realize that uh, Brock Purdy is not 45. He's 23. Uh, he's more mobile than uh, Tom Brady is. So uh, it's going to be a fun game to watch. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Sir, Christian. I feel pretty confident. Um, I, I I think we're going to beat them. I think last year we played a better Dallas team than we are this year. I think their defense was much better. They had Randy Gregory last year, which they don't this year. I'm pretty sure this is one of the starting safeties for Dallas is hurt. I don't know if he's going to end up playing in this game or not. Um, they say so, he is, but he'll oh, be they, Okay, he is. Okay. Well, either way, their, their defense doesn't really scare me that much they haven't been good the that as good the second half of the season the sacks have gone way down for um micah parsons um their their past defenses in the last half of the season is like ranked 18th so obviously they're a high ranked defense but they've been they've been kind of bad the second half of the season i mean if if freaking gardner Minshew can put up what 34 or whatever it was against dallas's defense with even turning the ball over twice, put that much. I don't see why we're not going to put up a bunch of points against this defense. Um, it'll it'll be interesting to see if this could, turns into a shootout. I don't think it will. I think all we have to do is really worry about stopping the run because I think once you stop the run and make Dak Prescott, you know, step back and th- and have to beat you with his arm, he's going to make a lot of mistakes. Um, he's at his best when the run game is well and he can be. You know, a part of the offense, not the offense. You know, he works well off play action and stuff like that and finds the the open man, whatever, but most of it's off play action. So I think I don't see any, I don't see us losing this game. I think we're going to win. I feel more confident this week than I did playing Seattle. So I agree. Completely agree with you. Yeah. There's, uh, Seattle is very familiar with the Niners, as you know, mm-hmm. as you know, Christian. We, yes. We're familiar. We're division foe. Uh, Pete Carroll knows Shanahan. Shanahan knows Pete Carroll. Uh, Mike McCarthy only knows uh, Shanahan from last year. Um, and coach to coach, uh, you know, they're saying that this whole is going to be Shanahan against their defensive coordinator. Um, can't think of his name, but from Dallas. Oh, uh, um, Dan Quinn. Dan, Dan, Dan Quinn, Dan. yeah. And uh, it's going to be Shanahan was the assistant under. Yeah, but Kyle Shanahan is playing uh, chess while Dan Quinn will be playing checkers uh, on that side of the ball. Uh, I agree. I Uh, think. Go ahead, Bito. Go go ahead. I just want to say I agree because I think just in general we have the coaching advantage with Kyle over uh, McCarthy. Yes. Kyle also knows he. To be fair, Kyle very much knows Dan Quinn's defense because Kyle was the coordinator under Dan Quinn. When he was a head coach of 
the Falcons. So Kyle knows Dan Quinn quite well. And if there's anybody that can expose a defense when he knows a little bit about it, it's Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, and you said it yourself. Last year, the Cowboys coming in, I believe that the number one offense uh, going in last year. They're not the number one offense this year. Uh, the Niners' defense is better, in my opinion, this year than they were last year, and we held them to 17 points. Um, so, And then we were playing there. And, you know, people may say, wow, all the penalties. If it wasn't for the penalties, uh, the Dallas Cowboys could have won. It would have been close. I, the Niners dominated. And that's what bad play of uh, Jimmy G. Um, he turned the ball over. But even during the game when he misses some, some of his receivers, it was bad. And it wasn't jitters like um, Brock was against Seattle. It was just Jimmy's type of play. So, I'm very confident, and I'm I'm looking forward to see what uh, what's up, Panama Queen. Welcome. What's up, Panama? I can't wait to see what Brock does. Do you know that Brock already has more TDs in yards than Garoppolo has in his career in the playoffs? That is crazy. Yep. One game with Brock already beating Garoppolo all his time in the playoffs. Brock's so much better than Jimmy. It's 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 insane. Hence why we put up forty plus points. Yep. Yeah, because the thing is, yeah. with Jimmy Garoppolo in the playoffs, he literally has to get carried by everyone else. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, was, I was telling my uh, one of my coworkers this today that um, I'm not as worried playing the Cowboys this year uh, with Brock Purdy under center because Brock Purdy could actually do stuff. Yeah. Well, so Purdy. exactly, it's like we have to we have to win in spite of Jimmy. We don't have we don't have to win in you know, we don't have to carry and win in spite of Purdy. We win because of him. Yes. Because when our guys get the ball behind the sticks on third down and, and, and turn it into a first down, why is that? Because Purdy hits them in stride and they can keep going. How many times have we had to deal with throwing it behind the sticks because Kyle, that's how Kyle draws it up for the for the yak. And, um, and uh, sorry, guys, hold on. Well, I'll, I'll to Christian while well, Christian's uh, dealing with that. Last year, the defense, we had to depend on our defense going into Dallas. We had to depend, make sure our defense had a great game because we were uncertain with our offense. We had, we had to really depend on our I don't, I don't know about you guys. You guys can elaborate, but I think this game, we don't have to completely depend on our defense. Our defense can make a mistake here and there, and I think our offense will carry oh. us through. So, yeah. Brett. That brings me to my next question for you guys, too, because uh, I was kind of listening to uh, KMBR and 95.7 in the game today, and they were talking about the game and everything. And um, do you guys think the offense is doing better than the defense to where we can rely on the offense more than uh, we have in the past? Heck, yeah. I do. You're muted. You're muted, bro. When your offense can put up 40 points mm -hmm. in a game, your defense has got it pretty easy. And the defense doesn't have to completely be at their, be be at their best for us yes. to win in these playoffs because our offense can put up points. I think there's going to be a point where we need the defense in this playoffs, but I don't think we completely have to rely on them like we did last year because obviously we they are the reason we beat Dallas. They're the yeah. reason they're the reason we beat the um, the Packers. And they should have been the reason we beat the Rams, but we saw how that went. But um, 
But yeah, I I think it's, it's a lot different because as of now, I feel like even if we're behind, we can we can make the plays to to come back and win. Yeah. I think obviously you know people are going to be nervous because you know late a late drive in the game can Purdy do it? But all Purdy's got to do is put the ball where it needs to go. As soon as mm-hmm. it's in our playmakers' hands, they're going to make something happen. Debo is at a whole different fucking level in the playoffs. So. We we need to play down like, look for look for Debo to be making some plays. That's all I can say. Like all we gotta do is get the get the ball in our playmaker playmaker's hands late in the game if we're down, which I know we'll do, and I know which Kyle will make sure that happens and Purdy Purdy can get them the ball. So I feel fully confident in anything that we have to see the rest of these playoffs. I expect a big game from uh George Kittle. I'm not sold on their <laughs> linebacking oh, core. I haven't I haven't um Looked enough at the Dallas's defense to see how they cover tight ends, but not good. Um, I think part of it too, like I, I think part of the reason we didn't see as much Kittle is because I do think Seattle's defense tried to take away Kittle, which is why IU had a better, a decent game. This is why we saw you know Debo have a great game. They were trying to take away Kittle, so it's going to be interesting to see how Dallas plays our def- how they play, you know, how their defense. How their defense plays us, who's they who they try to take away, because obviously we proved against the Seahawks. You try to take mm-hmm. one of us away, one of our guys away. Well, that's the beautiful thing about being embarrassment of, our... of riches, right? Yeah. Who do yeah, you take? Seriously. What do you take? You take a Uke out, you got Debo. You try to take a uh Debo. Now, again, uh look how much we ran against that defense without CMC. We ran it with Elijah. Now you coming in, now you're coming into this game with a healthy Elijah and CMC. Yeah, bro, it's it's gonna be um, a run deal, yeah, and bro. it's like you try and cover Debo. We'll see him. He's kind of similar to Debo in some ways. So it's like then you know, and, and dude, and Elijah's ru- running with a purpose right now. Yes, every, every time he touches the ball, he puts his shoulder down, and dude, that, he ran what one guy when he ran a guy over last game, like, and he's he's healthy. He you know he didn't have a lot of touches, so he's definitely healthy. And mm-hmm. one of the I don't know what's gonna be this game, but just look for him to eventually get a lot of touches. Maybe it's Elijah? this game. It's going to be interesting. I think the game that we actually do decide to run the ball a lot is when um, we'll see him. But I think I still think you know we're kind of under the impression that we're going to run the ball a lot because it's what we, Kyle's done. But now with the off the way the offense is and the way we can move the ball in the pass game a lot better, I almost expect Kyle to use the pass to set up the run even in this game. Um, I'm not going to get upset as much. When I when I when we're run, passing more because I think it's I almost wonder if that's Kyle's plan and his offense the whole time it's just we've never had anybody that could do it exactly so I I, I think Kyle's gonna w- look at what Dallas is doing how they're uh, coming against us uh, defensively if they're gonna commit to that run then they're gonna pass if they're gonna commit to the pass then we're gonna run and we can do both. And that's something that we couldn't do before. Now we can do both. So now Dallas has to make their uh, decision on what, uh, who are they going to cover? Are they going to try to cover the run or the play? And we have a plethora of, uh, of players that we can beat them with. You know what I mean? I mean, I haven't even, we haven't even mentioned Jordan uh, Mason and whether mm-hmm. he plays or not, but if he does play, he's capable of punching it, punching it in as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have Juwan Jennings, which I know he, People don't speak too much about him, but this kid may not have a lot of um, throws towards him, but the guy, when it counts, man, he makes it 
uh, it makes it count good. And I, I like him. I mean, like that pass uh, in, in the last playoff game when it went to him, that was a beautiful yeah, uh, throw and catch by him to set up the touchdown. So, I mean, we have a plethora of, of players. Who are they going to stop? If you look, if you look player by player, position by position, we are a way better team. It's just a matter are the, are the 49ers going to be stupid enough to make mistakes and penalties? That's what's going to hurt us if we don't. And that's do that. what even the okay. Cowboys did last year, right? I they like someone. Christian, can I answer just? A go ahead, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead, go ahead. Question because I didn't get. But I, yeah, I'm not. I think that the offense, like, I believe that the offense, if they need to carry. They're going to be able to, even if they're down like two scores. And the one thing I've noticed, I feel like I haven't seen as many screen plays with Brock Purdy. You're not having to have to, you know, give it to a Debo or an Ayuk and then go, you know, get a bunch of yak. He's able to throw it downfield, find the open guys and just get it in their hands. And then the yak happens. There's not having to be those screen plays we usually have seen, you know, with Jimmy Garoppolo. So, so. My question for you guys is, is there a chance or, like, do you think, because, like, going off of, like, throwbacks comment, is it going to be bully ball? Because if we're able to run the ball, when it comes to tackling, their DBs are fucking soft. What's up, Celts? Like, Diggs don't, Diggs don't want to tackle. Going on, Melo. Like, they're kind of soft. Again, you know, like, obviously, you know, their their thing is the pass rush and, you know, pass defense. I wouldn't be surprised if we do see some bully ball just because they're soft. Like Debo's going to have a shit, even just in general, Debo's, Debo's going to have a shit ton of yak because when he gets the ball and he's, you know, going against those DBs, they don't like to tackle. They don't really like to tackle. They're fucking soft. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we're able to run the ball early. We just see bully ball from Kyle too. Like I know Kyle, if he's, he, if it's working, he'll stick with it. So Oh, uh, what's up, Bodicito, Joey? How you doing, Mijo? So I definitely, I de- so like I want to know what you guys think. What's you up, guys Dion? Think, Welcome. You guys think we're gonna what's have up, to? Dion? What's up, Dion? Yeah. So, so do you guys think we're gonna have to? What's up, Dion? <clears throat> we're gonna have to shred them, pass or we're gonna be bully. What, what, what's more likely to happen? Once you get out of the fish tank, bro, we can answer your question. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nah, just you know, your, your internet was a little choppy at that. That's all. My- yeah, bro, you, you broke up bad. You oh, shit. Okay. So what I was saying is, Hello, trucker. Do, you think, good. do you guys think we're going to ha- um, win with bully ball or we're going to have to you know, beat him in the passing game? Because I have a feeling bully, we're, we're going to be, beat him with bully ball just because their DBs are soft. As soon as we, If we can get into the second level against that defense running the ball, they're going to have a hard time tackling our guys, especially Debo, because it takes two, three, four hits to get him down every time he has to Yeah, ball. ain't nobody so, trying to stop Debo. No. I, you just wait. If it's Debo one-on-one and him and Diggs and all he's got to beat is Diggs, Debo's just going to run right at his ass right the fuck over. Oh, yeah, and then Jennings on third down is going to destroy Yeah, the corner. Jennings, Jennings is a good matchup against Diggs because Diggs isn't physical, and he's not going to like the physicality of uh, <coughs> Jennings on, on, a, on a third yeah. third and third medium or whatever it may be if and his, Jennings will slap him and his mama i know like that's that's the thing is what plays to our advantage is we're a really really physical team and dallas is a finesse their defense is not physical we're probably we're like the most physical team in the league i mean yeah, that's why teams don't want to play us in the playoffs so that's yeah i i think we could probably bully 
Dallas. So, like, what what do you guys think? You guys think it's going to be bully ball or it's going to be a lot more beating in the passing game? I I think it's going to be bully ball for sure. Like, yeah, definitely because Dallas, yeah, they stopped the run versus the Buccaneers, but who cares? They're not going to stop CMC. I think we're just going to be super physical. We're going to run the ball. I think a lot with CMC and also you know Elijah. Mitchell. I think they should start off running the ball heavy, um, starting off the game, just to catch uh, the Cowboys off guard and plus their rush. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Dion. I know you've been waiting, bro. What the fuck is Aaron talking about? I shaved my tape. You saw that. I didn't want to say nothing, bro. Oh, just, uh, no, I didn't want to. Hey, hey, Ron, what you doing over here, bro? You fucking with us? <laughs> hey, Dion, let's get your thoughts, man. How you feeling and thinking going into this game? Um, shoot down the Shule, man. I got to uh, I gotta put my food in the uh, air fryer real quick. All right. That's, so, that's what he thinks about the Cowboys. He's just right, exactly, fryer. right? Exactly. Hey, so real quick. I don't. I can't Awkward. find it, but Steve Young said something uh, going into this game, um, and I, but I can't find it because I heard it on KMBR today, but I just don't remember what the hell he said. So I'm, I'm sorry, to- Steve Young. Steve Young on my shit list, man. He is he? too wishy washy. He too wishy washy with this quarterback situation, and I didn't like it. He was like, "Yeah, hey, you know, move forward with Trey. No, drop the Brock. Oh, no, Jimmy's everything. Keep him for ten years. Like, nah, bro, you too." He he be going back and forth, man. I don't understand. But what's up, Panama? Um, oh, Panama, you you, you got to say that when I was on Real Talk Matter Talk, I had the best, you know, what I'm saying singing impression. It wasn't you, <laughs> it wasn't Dave, it was me. I did I that. that. Look at somebody's pounding Dion, their own chest. I love it. Dion, hey, no, that's Dion. That's because you're the light skin, bro. Exactly. You light like, like skin sing the best. Hey, exactly. and Ed calling him light skin. Let's go, Dion. Let's go. I just had to say that because that's exactly what all the guys on Niner, on Real Talk Niner Talk would tell Dion. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Dion, let's get your thoughts, man. How you feeling? Uh, me personally, man, I, I believe this game is going to be um, – I believe that, like, like I know we usually don't do score predictions, but I gave a couple out, and it was basically like 34 to 14. I feel like we're going to beat these dudes. Like, I feel like we really have the opportunity to show up and show out and make sure that they have no clue what's coming for them. Like, they would like to, but it doesn't work out like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it basically, I've looked at it from every angle that I can think of. Yes, both of us have some fantastic talent. I just we got more, bro. We have way more. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a situation where if you look at it from offensive line, they're playing musical chairs, moving their guys around due to injury. So that that's not good for them because continuity doesn't get built. You're not gonna gel properly, and you can't gel in the fucking playoffs. You're in the playoffs. <laughs> you need to know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, good luck. So, yeah. Those that literally that right there Mm -hmm. is a big advantage that we must, must, must take care of. I'm telling you right now, all we got to do is sack Dak at least two times and getting the right way. And he's going to start making bad decisions and we won't have to worry about him trying to run because he's going to be too worried about getting hit. 
Yep. Um, yes, yep. that this right here is 100% facts throwback. We must play our best defense if we want to move forward. Like, we can't give yep. up anything. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. I, I get it. They're going to score. I, they're going to score. Yep. We're, we're not going to stop that. Yeah, they're not. But, yeah. Thank you. But, but, but I don't more. believe that they're, that they're going to be able to push us beyond, um, you know, what we're capable of handling. We've got everything that we need. We have the players. We've got the, the, the scheme. We have the better coach. Like, we've got the better defense, the better spe- – we have everything that's better than them. You know, the only time I would give them a slight edge is because Dak has experience um, over Brock, but that's about it. You and I don't, see, I don't see Dak, you know, having another four touchdown and one rushing touchdown game so, against us. Did, did, you mentioned our uh... – our weapon that we you didn't mention in this, we don't have Jimmy G in the lineup to screw it up and, and give them oh, the ball. Yeah. That's our that's our secret weapon right there. Well, going off what Dion's saying too, it it honestly it actually like the fact that the Cowboys got to play the, the Buccaneers this, the first game kind of benefits us because they kind of dog walked Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay was terrible. They didn't even. Yeah. They didn't scare their defense. They, you know, their their offense could just move the ball freely. Like, yeah, they didn't about give up a fight. Like, it was so fight. easy and not much of a fight that they're gonna have big heads. They're gonna come into this thing and we got, you know, and then we're gonna come and punch them in the mouth. Like, <laughs> they them playing Tampa Bay did not prepare them for this game that they got coming up. Like, Good point, Panama. Yeah, them over there dropping knowledge over there. No time <laughs> so, yeah. hated him. So uh, the, the way the way I see it, them playing Tampa Bay kind of benefits us because they're going from kind of cakewalk easy to get punched in the mouth and playing a team that they I don't think they're ready for. It. I mean, heck, they got there on a short week because they played Monday night when we're on extra rest. They had a pretty easy game where you know everything was going their way. I'm just ready to see what how Dallas looks when things aren't going their way, when it starts going bad early in the first half, however, whenever it happens, and how they respond. Why CD Lamb look like a chump? The mm-hmm. minute they get physical with him, he shuts mm-hmm. down. Yep. And people don't see that. Like I when I was okay, so uh twin twin empire, him and his brother, you know, they was doing a little crossover thing, and I was on with them last night talking and everything. And <clears throat> and I was telling the cowboy fan, like, yo, he 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 folds. Oh, when did that happen? I was like, you don't remember what happened last year? We held the man in one catch for 15 yards. He was irrelevant. And then he was like, well, give me give me another example. I'm like, bro, he just – I was like, I don't have the opportunity to go through the stats, but I'm telling you, if Z, if, if C.D. Lamb starts getting, getting messed up with, he folds. There's no hope for him. And the thing is, is you're not going to – Dalton Schultz, I'm sorry. It's nice that you caught a couple touchdowns, but you're not getting that on us. Jimmy Ward is literally still pissed off because he's playing out of position and he doesn't like it. So, Schultz, if you catch the ball, I'm going to pray for you because Ward going to try to lay the wood on your ass. You know, pause. Like, he really is trying to get you. you want? Can we point out, too, that he was held to one catch for 15 yards by a rookie? Mm. Round pick? Mm-hmm. Every time it's shut him down. Yep. And the way Lenore's playing right now, and then when mm-hmm. he's lined up, when he, they try to line him up in the slot, the way Jimmy Ward's playing right now, and as physical as we are, 
I like our chances. <laughs> I do too. Hey, uh, so real quick, um, I kind of want to. I think I'm gonna do a call-in type of show too. Okay. Again, try to get some people and, and their opinions and how they're feeling going into this game. So I'm gonna drop the link in the chat, and whoever wants to join, just click that link, and uh, we'll bring you yeah, in. Yeah, we'll bring you in. We'll um, bring you I, in for a maximum yeah. of about three minutes, and then we'll drop you and bring in the next person. The reason being, we don't want somebody to talk too long, mm -hmm. and then the show winds up just stretching way, way too far. Yeah. Yes, we, sir. Want to we, we, we want to get everybody's thoughts, but we're gonna give you a time limit just because sometimes people get into a, a, a rhythm of thought and they you know you kind of get lost in the sauce. So yes, it's sir. there. All right. I want to come through and hang out with us. Yeah. So just drop the link. Uh, so whenever you guys want to, just click that link in the chat, and uh, we'll bring you in for uh, three mm -hmm. minutes, and we'll go on to the next. Um, as we're waiting, though. My next question is because some somebody asked this on the radio today as well. So um, uh, just real fast, I'm gonna bring it up real quick because I wrote it down. Mm -hmm. um, who scares you more from the Cowboys? Oh, uh, to be honest with you, I'm not really afraid of their run game at all because of how stout our run defense is. Um, to be honest, this the only person that bothers me right now is C.D. Lamb. That's the guy. What's up, Dave? What's up, What's Dave? up man? How you doing? Scared me. I'd say it's more Pollard in, but in the passing game, Dion. Mm, okay. What about you, media? Um, are we only talking about offense or just overall? In general, in general. Yeah, just in general. I'm, st I'm still gonna say Micah Parsons. I know he hasn't been that great the last few weeks, especially with, you know, getting the sacks and stuff, but it is Micah Parsons still, you know, you got to watch out. Is, is he going to be on the defensive line? Is he playing in coverage? So you know, I just gonna, think you got to watch out for Micah Debo's Parsons. just going to punk his ass again, so it don't matter. <laughs> right, uh, uh, Pollard for me, uh, okay. you know, stopping Pollard, stopping that run, making that team one-dimensional, forcing okay. Dak to throw so that we can get pin our ears back and, and go after him. Uh, I'm not worried about the the other dum dum over there, uh, 21. <laughs> oh, uh, Paul, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh no, Zeke, uh, Zeke. <laughs> Zeke. Uh, yeah, he's over there making more movies for Star Wars. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Pollard is uh, the one that I'm really focusing on, and I think we will we'll be able to stop. Uh, Fred Warner's hungry, man. He he wants mm -hmm. to go in there and and make a mark. Uh, and this game is going to be fun to watch defensively and offensively for the first time in a while going against Dallas, in my opinion. Okay. And then uh, really quick, Lefty, let's let's let our guests get, get their time real quick. You got about three minutes, Dave. Let us know what you how, how you feeling, man. Talk to us. Oh, I'm feeling good. I think I think we got this game for sure. And uh, if our defense hold hold them up and hold the run and then make him throw the ball more. Um, that's what we have to do. And, and we throw the ball. Brock Purdy plays his game. And we got we got CMC. We got Brian Ayu. We got Debo. We got Kittle. We got all those weapons to hop them. We score more 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 points than they do. And we'll we be heading to the NFC Championship. All right. Does anybody scare you on that defense? Nah. Nobody scares me on that defense. Mm. 
I like the concept. I, I like it. I, I agree. Like it. I agree. I totally yeah, agree. If, if Chip Williams hold Parsi down, he's like, they're, they're not going to stop us. We took, okay. we took, we took, we got, we're in, we're in an 11-game winning streak right now. We're on fire. It's like, no, nobody could touch us, you know? I like it, man. I love it. So let's ask him. Uh, give me an X factor for the game, Dave. Um, I think our de- defense has to bring turnovers. Mm-hmm. We have to score on those turnovers. And uh, if we we shut them down and shut them down, we, we got it. We just okay. have to stop. We just have to stop the run, and that's it. Okay. So, let me ask you this: See land plus or minus hundred yards? Uh down. Okay, minus. All right, minus. All right. That I say, I say, he, I say, he get like, I say, he probably get like fifty, about fifty yards. Okay, yeah. yeah. Not bad. Do you feel like we're gonna have any issues with Dalton Schultz with their tight end? Uh, mm, if we if we could shut them down, we got Brian uh, Green Greenlaw and Fred Warner right there, and those those two guys are beasts right there. Okay. Uh, I think I think I think we could shut them down. I say, okay. I say, I, I say, he probably get, uh, probably like sixty. He'll have a touchdown. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I agree with Christian. Yeah. Dave, look, man, Dave in here dropping dimes on y'all, boy. He came in, he came in overly confident, but I love every second yes, of it. Really I love it. Same way. Yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got money on this game. There we go. Hey, so before you go, Dave, uh, score prediction. Yep. 38-17, 49ers. Let's go. Right. Let's go. All right. Yep. All right, Dave, we, we appreciate you jumping on, hanging out with us, man. We're going to bring in our next guest, but thank you so much for coming in and bringing some thoughts and continuing to keep us hyped. Because we all confident, but you just boosted our confidence level to yes, a million. Sir. So yes, thank sir. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, course. thanks for joining, man. Right. Appreciate it. All right. Yep. All right. Thank you. Yep, dude, Brandon. Now yes. you got me scared, bro. We've been going ten weeks now with no score predictions, dude. You son of a bitch. Dude, if you do no more score predictions, okay? That's the one and only. No. During this win streak, we have not done any. Okay, if we lose, if we lose, <laughs> it's on Brandon's. You. Brandon. Hey, if we lose, it's Brandon's ass for that. We're not losing. Serious. We're not losing. We we come on this show after we losing. I'm yelling at this motherfucker for that shit. I love the super. No, all right. Let's No more. I love Dave. I don't blame that guy. This is Brandon's fault. No score predictions on this show, okay? Pinky Brandon. All right. All right, right Carcast. Talk to us, buddy. How you feeling, man? What, what, what do we need to do to win? Man, I'm so excited. I've been pumped all week for this divisional matchup. You know, long history. Um, goes back all the way to the 70s. But, man, I'm excited. You know, two great defenses go, going at it, the Cowboys and the Niners. I think we just got to run the ball with CMC. 
you know, run the ball. Um, I feel like we got to mix it up. We did this last week, you know, throw on first down, which gets, you know, defenses on their heels. You know, we're not in the Jimmy system anymore. You know, whenever we had Jimmy G under center, we always used to run the ball on first and second down, and then we used to play action off of that. Now we're trying to mix it up. Kyle Shanahan's getting creative with the playbook. We're passing on first down, which is really putting the defense on their heels. So I feel like if we get the same game plan going, you know, run the ball heavily, the Cowboys run defense is not that good. They do got some playmakers I am a bit worried about, though. Everyone talks about Trayvon Diggs this, Trayvon Diggs that, you know, getting 11 interceptions last season. He's, yeah, he gets the picks. Everyone looks at the stat sheets, but if you really look at the technicalities and his play, he's a really aggressive corner, and if he bites on your route, you're running right past him, especially on double moves, go routes. If he bites, right now you can literally just run past him and get open 50 yards down the field. Brock Purdy just has to get him the ball. So he's really aggressive, and sometimes it doesn't go his way. It backfires on him, which is a real benefit for us. They do have a really good defensive line. Let's see if our young offensive line can hold up. I know the big silverback on the left side, you know, I'm not too worried about that side. I think Trent Williams can hold his own. Mike McGlinchey's been playing serviceable in the past few weeks, so I'm not too nervous about him, except they do have Demarcus Lawrence playing on that side, and I think Demarcus Lawrence is just a phenomenal player. Then they got some guys in the middle, Neville Gallimore, Dorrance Armstrong. Their linebackers are pretty decent. They got Leighton Van Der Esch, who I'm a big fan of. We got a contain Michael Parsons, man. I feel like we should run at Michael Parsons because if we run away from Michael Parsons, like that guy's fast. He's going to chase you down. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys defense, they are not good against the run. So keep running at Michael Parsons. That's their playmaker on defense, man. That is their playmaker. So we got to keep him in check. So, you know, so for the Niners to beat the Cowboys, I think we just got to run the ball, play action off of that, get creative, do some end arounds, quick screens to Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Get George Kittle rolling. And I heard you guys talking about C.D. Lamb, right? I think C.D. Lamb's a great wide receiver. Um, Dak Prescott could get it, get it to him, but, man, he has 15 interceptions in the last 12 games. That leads the NFL. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I f- this is tough. Home game for us. We get two extra days of rest. Cowboys are traveling a lot. So that's a downside for them. But uh, I feel like CeeDee Lamb's at least getting 90 to 100 yards in this game. I think he's going to have a pretty solid game. I mean, CeeDee Lamb, man, like we're not he, we're not going to fully shut him down. That's the thing. We're not going to fully shut him down. He's at least getting 100 yards. And I think Dalton Schultz is at least going to have a touchdown in the red zone. But, you know, I feel like the Cowboys' biggest X factor in this game, honestly, it's Tony Pollard, man. That okay. man, like, it's like, like he he's gonna be such a huge factor for them in this game. You know, catching quick passes out of the back backfield. You know, doing quick Texas routes. You know, it's all it's y'all yards after the catch from him. So we're gonna have to stop him. So I feel like, you know, if we stop Tony Pollard, if we stop their offense, like, man, I feel like. It's it's gonna be a good game. That's all I have to say. When it comes to stopping their offense and Pollard, what I would say is our best defense against our offense is our offense. If we score, you we go three drives and score, and 
whether it's 17 points, whatever it may, 13 points. If we get up early, multiple scores, and that's going to take away their run game. Like, if we can take away their run game just by continuously scoring early, that's that's really I would say our best bet to beat Dallas and beat him handily is make him have to come from behind, make yep. him have to throw the ball, because you know there's going to be a lot of more chances for interceptions. There's going to be a lot of missed throws for um, you know for the Cowboys. I think the only way Lamb, like you said, gets a hundred yards is if it's a close game. If the Cowboys are actually able to use play action, if we're able to get to a point where Cowboys can't be using play action because it's not going to work, they're not going to beat us. Their offense solely relies on play action. It solely relied on play action. Dak Prescott's uh, rookie year where they were really good because they had the best run game in the NFL. And it still now relies on play action. Why? Do, all those times he was throwing it to Dalton Schultz, it was off of what? Play action. Play action, yep. I agree, yeah. And their offensive line, man, it's, it is not looking good past uh, recent weeks they got a they have a lot of offensive line switches their left tackle tyron smith is playing on the right side they got a new rookie tyler smith playing on the left side so nick bosa is gonna pick his sides there and he's a rookie too and he's not been playing well their center is pretty good in connor mcgovern but you know like i agree with uh what christian said i completely agree uh cd lambs he's at least gonna hit 100 yards if this comes down to the wire uh if the game is going to be held close, I don't think he's going to have a touchdown. I think Don Schultz is going to have a touchdown. But we also got to key in and on guys like Michael Gallup. I feel like that's Dak Prescott's number two guy. Like, if CeeDee Lamb gets double uh, double looks and double covered, you know, I feel like C- uh, Michael Gallup, he's going to be one-on-one with whoever's on his side, probably D'Amador Lenore. And then, you know, Dak Prescott could get it to him. So I feel like we got to be on, on all – on all our checks in this game. Yeah, because Michael Gallup can make plays. Like that's he, the one thing. Like he's not a he's not yeah. He's not a he's, horrible receiver, but he's not top tier. He's like middle of the pack. But he can hurt you if you keep leaving him alone by himself. Every now and then he's gonna make a play. So you just have to be on top of it, mind your P's and Q's <clears throat> and go from there. He's the scramble grill drive. Scram scramble drill guy for Dallas. Yeah. That's who's gonna get the ball when D, when 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 Dak's scrambling, he's it's oh, gonna so probably go. To, I would say most likely gonna go to go to Gallup a lot when 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 Dak gets out of the pocket. I would yeah. say at least. Also, mm-hmm. they also have T. Y. Hilton who was kind True. of there as well uh, last week. So gonna watch him as well. That's a good point. Uh, all right, Carcass, we're gonna bring yeah. you out and we're gonna bring Melissa in. Thank we you. Appreciate the and the input, good brother. You yeah, know, always Carcass. good to see. You. Later, Carcass. Yeah, thank you for having me. See you guys later. Take care. Before you guys bring Lisa in, uh, I just want to say, like, I, I'm not worried about the run game for Dallas. I, I think no. their run game's a shit show. Like, I you know Kinlaw and Armstrong are going to eat, eat <laughs> Pollard, Zeke alive. So I'm not, I'm not even worried about their run game. Yeah, I got you. I, I got you, Chris. They, they're coming. I'm, I'm looking into designs and whatnot, but they, they will be coming. And when they come, I will make sure you I, are the first one to know. I like, you know, that media is saying he's not worried about the run game because without the run game, we're going to kick the shit out of the Cowboys. Just I'll tell you right now, if they can't run the ball, they're not winning this game. Nobody wants right. to admit this for Dallas's offense. But 
you know, and it's crazy it's not talked about more, but if Dallas cannot run the ball, mm-hmm. they're not they winning. Can't. Go back yeah, and watch the film yeah. against the commanders. What did the commanders do? They just ate up the run against Dallas. They did not let Dallas run, run the ball whatsoever. And and they and it they made Dax stand in the pocket and deliver the ball and he threw freaking a pick six early in the game and then they were just done from there because Dak easily gets in his head because the back and as soon as he starts messing up he becomes somewhat of a basket case you know not to mention he's sees shadows sometimes because of the injuries he's taken in his career so if we stop the run early I, I we're not losing this game yeah not, I agree I mean the thing is in the playoffs too like you have to be able to stop the run, but you also have to be able to run the ball. And so, yeah, if you're able yeah. to shut that down, like like you said, Christian, like the passing game, that, like we said, it Dak, Dak's been leading the league with the interceptions the past few weeks. So, yeah, yeah. well, so, we hey, are going to go ahead, go ahead, and, go ahead and do it. I was just going to let you know, you guys could also ask questions to yeah, whoever. So we're gonna we're gonna bring Melissa in and. Uh, <clears throat> Let her get her rant off uh, as far as how she feels about this game. We know she hates the Cowboys, but, uh, <laughs> you know. What's up, Izzy? Hi, guys. How's it going? How are all Did you? you just use your dog's tail to wave at us? Dog's paw. Oh, the paw. Just the tail. I was just confused. Like, hey. Uh-oh. We lost well, her. Out. She'll come back in. Yeah. yeah. See? <laughs> but while we wait for um, who's your guys' X-Factor X going into this game? I'm going with Brandon Ayuk. Okay. I think he's going to go off. I think Dallas has no idea what's coming for him. Brandon Ayuk on offense. Oh, no, defense. <clears throat> It's time for my it's time for my boy to make a return. Huff. It's going down. Ooh, I like it. I okay, like for it. me, Huff coming to play. Huff for Huff me, get some tackles and he getting them interceptions. For me, I think you guys are gonna like this, but my offensive X factor is Jawan motherfucking Jennings, third and I like it. My defense is Tashawn Gibson, baby. Yeah, Gibson Ballman. Mm-hmm. Gip has been oh, I, I like it. those. Ooh, Beto, let's keep let's keep the heat rolling. Let's go, bro. Uh, Elijah Mitchell is gonna run like nobody's business okay. uh, on that offense and uh, de- defense. I expect Eric Armstead to have a freaking day, man. Ooh, okay. You know what? We we on the round table. Go ahead, give us that that uh, offensive defensive uh, X factor, Izzy. I'm gonna go Dre Greenlaw. Oh, okay. I like it. That dude, we um, knew you were going Dre Greenlaw. Well, his sideline to sideline is <laughs> be less obvious. Okay. Um, hey, I've been picking Greenlaw too. Bad. I could go Demo, but that no, no, that feels like cheating because like he had a big game last week. I'll just give you a crap, Izzy. I, I, it, it doesn't matter. You're, she's already changing her pick. Um, and then for offense, I'm, I'm gonna go. George Kittle. I, I just Ooh. I feel like he's gonna have a touchdown or two this game. He he had the two point conversion last week. He didn't get to have a touchdown again. I, I just feel like it's gonna be a Kittle. Okay, Brandon, what you got? All right. So defense, I'm going with All Pro Fred. 
Ooh. I think he's going <laughs> to ball out. I think he's going to ball out on Sunday. Um, and then offense, I'm going to go with. Hmm. I'll go with Debo. Mm. I think Debo is going to ball the fuck. Out. I think you stole. I think you stole Lefty's guy. <laughs> you can see him. Lefty, lefty over there. Lefty He's like eighty F bombs right like now. You couldn't bro. even pick one. You just fucking came one off the top of your head. Like goddamn. <laughs> hey, he, hey, he, it was his turn to go. He took advantage. He made it happen. Even if you yep. still want to pick the same dude, like that. You know the number one. I just thing gotta I like give about, him shit. You know the thing I like about what what we're doing right now. We have so much talent that we can pick different people. Yeah. We don't have to pick the same person. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Preach. So Lefty, since you are, it is your your go, man. We we still we still got talent to choose from. I know. So, so for defense, I'm going Kinlaw because I'm mm. hoping he's going to get more snap more snaps because he's not getting enough for my life. Like because it. my biggest thing that I paid a lot of attention to last game was the run game, uh, our run defense, and it was so much better when Kinlaw was in there. But like, he looked bad on some of the past defensive passing downs, but and the run. When he was in there on the runs, we were stuffing runs. And when he okay. wasn't in there, when he wasn't in there, that's when Walker was getting four or five yards of carry. Yeah. So I'm gonna say him for the for the fact that if he is in there, we will I, I like our chances of stopping the run. Mm-hmm. Offense, I'm gonna pick Debo, and the reason I'm gonna pick Debo is because the the DBs for, for Dallas are kind of soft, which plays right into Debo's hands. Because if he catches that ball. In the second, you know, gets you know if he catches that ball and he has some room to run, he's 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 gonna run. He's gonna run all, like he's his physicality. He's he's gonna have a huge game because of the fact that he's so physical and went with the ball in his hands and like the Cowboys are soft. Like, dude, Trey Diggs is so soft. Did you guys see that play against Tampa where he just like totally didn't want nothing to do with Leonard Fournette, who mm-hmm. is known is is known to punish corners. Yeah, I was about to say I don't want I don't want nothing to do with Leonard Fournette either. You see how big he is? I'm, I'm that's what I'm know. saying. Like no. I ain't getting posterized. Screw that shit. I'm going right into hey, anger. Their their you... DBs. Hold on one second. Let me finish. Their DBs are not looking to tackle anybody. Go mm-hmm. ahead, Melissa. I was just gonna ask you. Do you remember uh, last year when Jawan Jennings and Brandon I both made uh digs either get pancaked or or like do a turnstile because they like owned him mm-hmm. in the backfield. Walking. Here's here's the thing is. D- Diggs doesn't match up well against Ayuk because Diggs is what is Diggs? He he, his whole game is jumping routes. Because yeah. and because B- Ayuk is such a good route runner, you know, I, freaking Diggs is going to bite on one of the moves that Ayuk makes, and Ayuk is going to be open. If if Diggs is on him, that's my first guy I'm looking to every time. He's gonna he's gonna be wide open plenty of times like he was last time we played him. Against Diggs and Jimmy just couldn't get him the ball. I, I I swear to God, the last time we played played him, Ayuk was open seventy percent of the snaps, if if not more. So, I honestly Ayuk could be the X factor too, but I'm just going to say Debo because of his physicality. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if if Ayuk had, like has a huge game. So while we got you here, Izzy, we're gonna give you your time like we gave everybody else. <laughs> Go ahead and get 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 your rant off on how you feel about this game and and what you what you think is gonna happen. 
I actually had a question first for all of you. Um, oh, okay. Any of you guys see the Justin Smith interviews on KNBR? He called in twice, once for the Seahawks game and once for the Cowboys game. I did not get a chance to see those. Talk to no, me. I haven't. Okay, so it, it, I, I shared it on my Twitter. I, mm-hmm. I have both links. Um, if you want, you can check them out. They're really awesome. Like, I nearly melted when um, – Miss Debbie sent me the link for the Hawks one because I had missed it day of because my dogs got sick. And then when I went to go back and watch it, it wasn't there. So um, I- I've been trying to share it with everyone because I think Justin Cowboy Smith is probably one of my favorite absolute players. And I think one of the more underrated plays for me when it comes to this rivalry was that, that huge uh, sack he had on Tony Romo where he just like, ran absolutely free and like knocked the living hell out of him and nobody ever mentions it with their favorite cowboy moment so um but how i feel about this game i feel like this game the only way it's close is if the team sleeps on the cowboys and i don't think they're going to sleep on the cowboys i think there's a real heat there um Trent Williams got his very first uh, playoff win against the Cowboys last year with us. Um, Elijah Mitchell's back, and he had a huge touchdown last year in the postseason after all his uh, struggles staying healthy. So I'm just really excited for this game. Um, I think that what I'm hoping for is that we get a pick six in this game. Cause I mean, Dino got the big interception last game, but we didn't get to see any defense points. And I feel like that's kind of been lacking since Miami. Like we haven't really seen that, that big defensive touchdown or, or like a uh, big put, uh, return since I think the Raiders game. So that's what I'm kind of hoping for. See, but we're, we're leading in interceptions. We're just not seeing the pick sixes because when yeah. we're getting picks, it's 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 in a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of craziness going on in the middle. It's in the middle of the field most of the time. We're getting pick sixes, which is not going to be returned as much. There's a lot we're we're picking off a lot of tipped balls and stuff like that uh, over the middle, so you're not going to see as many pick sixes. But I trust this offense to turn all those turnovers into points. So as long as we're getting turnovers, <laughs> but a pick six is going to come, and it's going to come from Jimmy. It's going to come from Jimmy Ward. So. No, I, I get saying, what you're talking about. I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, like I, I miss those viral moments. Like that, you could go back and watch it over and over and over again. You know, like when um, Demo got the one on Thursday Night Football. That had to be one of my favorite plays to watch over and over and over again. The only sad part was it got called back because that ridiculous, unnecessary roughness call on Nick Bosa, but. I, I just I feel like you know it's been so many weeks where the defense has gotten so much hate for giving up the, like the seventy yards thing that they were they held on for so for so long you know they they held on to not letting up more than fifteen points and that went away they went up and gave like twenty points and like people have been giving them such crap for that one big play that always seems to start off the game, whether it's a touchdown or a field goal or or like a 60 yard pass or something. And everyone keeps saying they're slow or they're not on it. Or we call out Telenoho Funga or Deandre Lenore or Sean Gibson or um, Dre Greenlaw or whoever it is. So 
I, I just I just want, especially after all the trash um, Cowboys fans have been saying and wishing injury on, on Christian McCaffrey, I just like really want to see the defense just like really get to the Cowboys. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Izzy, we got Dave McNiter waiting in the background, so we're going to drop you out. We appreciate you stopping by and hanging out with us and letting us okay. know your feelings on the game. Um, we're going to bring Dave in. When we bring Dave in, we'll listen to Justin Smith and from Izzy's uh, uh, <laughs> Twitter page as she let me know. So we're going to bring Dave in. We're going to listen to that real quick and then get Dave starts. All right. Dave, what's going on, bro? Oh, same old, same old. Got what's another good, game coming up. One one game at a time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, I'm going to throw this Justin Smith on real quick. Okay, you got it. Nice like that that I've covered in my career. I knew he was good when he was in college. I knew he was good when he was in Cincinnati. I didn't know he was great until I got to watch him play. We go inside the 49ers locker room again this week to find a man who used to hang his hat there. Brought to you by Harris Ranch Beef, legendary beef, legendary quality. Shop at your local Rayleigh's, Bel Air, and Knob Hill supermarkets for all your tailgate needs. Justin Smith, thank you for joining us today. Damon Bruce and Ray Ratto will be joining us here in just a moment. It's a pleasure to have you on, man. How you doing? Good, how you doing? Doing excellent. And I really mean it. I don't think anyone understood the player that they were getting because your career starts in Cincinnati, then you come to San Francisco. We got our eyes on you, and it was obvious that you were a guy who made everyone around you better almost instantly. I'm guessing you took an awful lot of pride in that. How how much different do you think your career would have been had you either played it all in Cincinnati or gone somewhere other than San Francisco? It's hard to deal in those uh, terms, you know. It's like you deal with what happened to you. But went to Cincinnati, went to San Fran, uh, had great times in both, and had a lot of success in San Fran. Yeah, um, at this you know stage, as many years away from the game as you are, do you get any pangs this time of year about the Super Bowl you were in but didn't win? Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously. Without a doubt, wish we'd have won it and should have got it done. But here's what it is: got to live with it. And uh, man, really rooting for the guys to be able to push one across the finish line. You know, they've been back. And I, I think they can get it done this year, honestly. Justin Smith joining us here, longtime 49er, and you know we get to talk to the Cowboy during Cowboys Week. Going back to that 2012 season. As you were on the way to a Super Bowl, a quarterback change happened in your year. And, you know, a little bit different than the change that brought about Brock Purdy. But it goes from Alex Smith to Colin Kaepernick. In relation to the situation that the Niners have been in this year, what can you tell us about dealing with a quarterback change and what it's like when your team really does have Super Bowl aspirations? It's got to be a huge hold your breath moment at one point. And then when you realize the next guy can play, then all of a sudden you start breathing a little bit easier. Everyone preaches, oh, we always have confidence in. But that's just that's that can't be reality. <laughs> no, it's I mean, it's always the next man up uh, attitude, but that guy can play. And uh Bertie can play and get it done and been enjoying him. He's got a 
hell of a defense to rest on. Uh, I think they got all the pieces uh, in place to push it, push it all the way, man. I mean, uh, I think Nick is a once-in-a-generational player. And anytime you have one of those guys that's filled in with all pros across the board, you have a shot. What makes Nick Bosa the best in this league right now in your own mind? Uh, just besides how, what he brings to the table physically, just – I don't know if it's his dad, his brother, how he dedicates to his craft. I mean, he's he, he's got everything. He's got all the tools. He's got speed to power. He's got working half a man. Uh, he can do it all. I mean, he's a complete player, and uh, I think one of the, one of the big reasons they're going to get there. If it's Bengal. All right, we'll stop there because it seems like it's going to go on for a while. Um, Dave, we got you here, man. You've been uh, keeping it keeping it tap with the show, man. Talk to us. Tell us how you feel about this matchup, what we need to look for. Give us some X-Factors X offense, defense. What you got? So my, my X-Factor on our offense it, it isn't your typical one. It's going to be Eli Mitchell. So, you know, last week he only had nine carries for two yards. The, mm-hmm. the man is due for a game. Yeah. And the cow- the Cowboys couldn't stop the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when they wanted to run it, and their, their old line is trash. Our- ours is not. So mm-hmm. I fully expect us to be able to run all over these guys, take the pressure off Brock Purdy, and just let the kid play. When it comes to our defense, I got it. My man, Omenahu. Okay. I mean, getting two like sacks, two, like two sacks last week, two sacks, you know, in the playoffs last week. He's, he's probably going to get paid. Maybe not by us, but he's more than likely going to make him some money if he keeps playing like this. Oh, yeah. And when, when, it yeah. Comes to, when it comes to the <laughs> Cowboys, I'm the, their one offensive weapon that, that concerns me is Pollard. He has had his, a career year this year. He is running all over the place. Um, Kinlaw is is also a concern. He's been getting pushed off the pushed off the ball. He hasn't looked like what he looked like before his knee before his knee became a big issue. Um, I would like to see Givens in there more. He played well all year in Armstead and Kinlaw's absence. So let's get the kid back in there. Let's give him a chance. T.Y. McGill is playing pretty good, too. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, I mean, Kinlaw should be straight up in line, in, inside lineman number four right now. Okay. Um, beat up. Drop that link back in the chat. Tara Dome, I know you watching. If you have the opportunity, come on and give us a sermon to close us out. Because I know you got something in store, man. Terra don't come off the top of the door with them sermons insan- insanely, bro. It's crazy. But uh, great points, Dave. Um, that that That's awesome, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's always great when we have these calling shows because people always give us uh, great things to think about. I'm sorry, man. The, the old Minahoo pick was definitely one I completely neglected. Yep. And it, to be honest with you, you know, <laughs> I gave I, – I, I tell you right now, I gave – you know, Banks, Burford, and Brindle, I called them the triple Bs. I got to figure out something for Armstead, uh, Ayuk, and Omenahu because they got long-ass arms. These motherfuckers, <laughs> they arms hang down at the ankles, so I got to find a name, you know what I'm saying, something, maybe something in a foreign language 
that uh, will refer to those dudes because all three of them have that in common. Um, wingspan is flat out ridiculous. Oh, he's oh okay. He he got it. He got it. He's at work. All right. <laughs> uh, but oh. you know what? That's okay, Theradome. I'm doing the show Saturday morning, eight thirty. Come on in. Come hang out with your boy. But uh, hey, I, I honestly I don't see really a way that we can lose. I just I'm trying in my head. I've tried fifty different ways, man, to think of a way that the Cowboys can have an edge on us. And the only way they're going to win this game is if that makeshift offensive line they're playing with holds up and Dak is able to do what he did last week. But I just don't see it. Not against our pass rush. Well, our pass base defense is garbage juice, too. So, yeah. 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 You know, it took it took the Niners defensive line some time to get going last week. But obviously that had to do with it being the third time we played Seattle and them you know, better preparing for us. If that defensive line gets going early, it's going to be over early. Because it wasn't over for, over for Seattle till the second half because the defensive line started getting going after in the second half. So I it's I'm it's going to be interesting to see how how long it takes that defensive line to get going because once they once they get going, it's over. Yeah. What were you going to say, Brandon? I have a little uh, video to show you guys that I saw the was it yesterday from yeah. Kay Adams. Uh, I want to play it real quick. Go ahead. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's that that's Zach's woman. No K no K Adams. Right? He's gonna get upset. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. We may be underreacting to some of the struggles their secondary has had of late. Over the past month, they've ranked, man, this is bad. This is bad. They've ranked bottom five in pretty much every category when it comes to pass defense. And this is against Taylor Heineke, Carson Wentz, Jarrett Stidham. I mean, Geno Smith, David Blau is on this list, guys. Really. Their DBs have made plenty of plays all year, leading the league with over 20 interceptions. They have 21. Lately, They've been giving up their fair share too, okay? We saw it on Wild Card Weekend. Super Wild Card Weekend, sorry. DK Metcalf. And he's a beast, of course, and he's incredible. But he just tore through this unit. 133 yards and two touchdowns, including what you just saw. That was that 50-yard strike from Gino, where I was like, oh, my gosh, the Seahawks have something here. They're not going to get swept by this team. Uh, and I'm not saying it's time to panic by any means. We're picking holes in, like, the team that I think has the easiest path to make it to the Super Bowl and win it. But if the Dak Prescott that we saw on Monday night shows up this weekend at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, you know, that against that. And this guy is, you know, the one that put up five touchdowns, that Jack Prescott against what is a solid Bucks defense. Uh, I don't know. There's a world where the Cowboys could pull off a stunning upset here, and that would be the reason. And it might be up to Bosa and the boys up front to make sure Dak obviously doesn't have time to take advantage of what might be the only weak spot in what is an exceptionally tight Niners squad. So that's another thing I think we need to be keeping our eyes on the pass defense, the secondary uh, of late. Because Dak Prescott, granted, a different guy can show up, but if he's what he was Monday night, I'm worried. She just okay. Asked. See, this is the reason why Kay Adams is not not pretty because she over here doubting us Good and trying to put us down, try to talk bad about our pass defense. Kay, you she know had- something? You want to know something, Kay? We still won those games. <laughs> 
Hey. We want every single one of them that you're talking about. So I don't care about your stupid yeah. little stats and all your little stuff you're talking about. I'm just bullshitting. <laughs> she had some very valid hey, points. But, but she answered, day, solid she answered her own yeah. voice. She answered yeah. her own question. When she mentioned Bosa and the boys are going to have to get it done. The pass rush, I mean, the so the pass rush has not been as good of late. Hence why, you know, the DBs, the you know, the pass game, the pass defense hasn't looked as good because we're not getting home as exactly. we were in the beginning of the season. So it's just funny. It's like she answered her own freaking question in there. She's like, well, you know, the, look at – well, if you watch the fucking film, the defensive, the defensive line hasn't been getting home as much. The pass rush hasn't been as good as of late as it yeah. was earlier in the season. So because of that, back, Andrew. you know, we've been struggling – in the back end, the defense, because of that. For example, the play she just showed of the 50-yard touchdown, you know, the, the pass rush didn't get there. Mooney, Mooney was like, okay, well, where the fuck's the pass rush? It should be there by now because that's ah. how it's been. He looked back, where the fuck's the ball? Why, what's going on? I've been covering for this long. The ball's still not here. Well, you know, then he looks back, and then, you know what I mean? That's, I think, what happened. So this he was like – he should he should be on the ground by now. So he looks back to see where the ball is, and then gets burnt because the the fucking defensive line didn't get to Smith, which they should have on that play. So what I'll tell you is, I was watching. Uh, fuck, who was I watching? I was watching somebody. I can't remember who it was. Um, but on that play, what happened was Mooney. After watching it several times, he thought it was cut like a, like like a comeback or a hitch. That's why okay. he looked back. And if you see him looking, he's looking back, but he's got inside leverage. And then when he does that, for just that split second, it slows your momentum. DK keeps going, and then the ball is delivered. So he thought it was a different route versus not having to go straight. So that's kind of what happened with him. Um, Yeah, oh, no, yeah. uh, 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 What was it? Um, uh, 40 uh, Bashar, he went right in. He was like, she got ugly real quick. (laughs) i get she's making those points but there's also answers to those questions that's what i mean like yeah because she answered mm-hmm. her own question when she mentioned bosa and the uh, the defensive mm-hmm. line because it all starts with them yeah. our defense is good because our defensive line is good because yeah. we get we get to the quarterback a lot we pressure him a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, so- with, with backups, man, this this is my thing. With backups, our defensive line should be eating. Those guys are not ready. They have not played together. They don't know what each other is doing. I expect, honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, I expect at least like three or four false starts in this game mm-hmm. from that Cowboys offensive line. Okay. Um, but Bosa, uh, Bosa had probably his worst game of the year against he the did. He, he did. I mean, he had he, no pressure. To yeah. be fair, he had no pressure. I mean, let's be honest, yeah. though. The reason we got that sack fumble by Mohamed Almenahu is because of Bosa, so we can give him that. Yeah, yeah. But by he Bosa, cre- he creates pressure yeah. even when he doesn't. By Bosa's because he's standards. up several blockers. Paul. Exactly. By Bosa's standards, yep. though, he probably had one of his worst games. I do not expect that same performance from Bosa this week. Look for Bosa to be an absolute fucking. Oh no, menace. Bosa's gonna Bosa's gonna come back and be an like, absolute shoot, menace I not, in this game. I can tell you, no, I'm gonna tell you right now. You know what's gonna happen <laughs> with Nick Bosa? Bosa's going to go. Oh yeah, y'all thought. Oh y'all saying I suck? Y'all saying I didn't yep. create no pressure? He's gonna take it the same way he did when Kyle Shanahan yep. talking yep. shit 
and he's going to turn that into a game. Dave, we got uh, No Border Sports in here, so we're going to drop you out and bring him in. We appreciate right. your thoughts and your time. You are fantastic. I'll see you on the round check on Monday, baby. Victory Monday. Hi, guys. Go Niners. Hey, Go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners baby. All right. We bringing in No Border Sports. What was good with you, boy? What's going on, right? Ryan in the I house. Hey, feel bad oh, you kicked him out. Before we, before we get to Ryan, Beto, I'm going to need a couple of words of wisdom from you, brother. You've been a little quiet there. I, I know why. But go ahead and oh, give us I, I'm words. just uh, – yeah, I went to another level on my own over here. Okay. Chilling. Beto's floating right now. <laughs> Wait, he ain't on cloud nine. Yeah. Beto on it cloud ten. It kicked in like it, it hit me from the boo-boo. Nobody knows this Hey, nobody knows this rivalry like Beto though, so I'm waiting. Nah. Hey, wow. no, yeah, you gotta think about it. So Beto, what? Beto, you wait, wait a minute. I'm 41, Beto. Are you older I'm, or younger? I'm 50, I'm 53, going on 54. Okay, so Bet, Beto's got Beto's got a couple years on me, and he he he's seen this rivalry from Starbuck all the way through Aikman up till yeah. now. So yeah, Beto, drop some knowledge on us about this this rivalry. And then we're going to kick it over to, uh, to Ryan, man, because I know Ryan got some shit. And, you know, Ryan, Ryan, you know, Ryan on the – he on that too. Ryan, you know what I'm cooking. Ryan on that, you know, he on that, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. I, I still see the beard, though. I thought it was shaved. What? No, not Ryan. Isn't that Ryan what, I, is, is what I heard? Or did I miss no. Ryan? It might have been someone else that you read that shaved the beard. Oh, okay. Ryan, I thought, no. was, Ryan. I that, thought, I thought I was like – That's a signature for him. I was gonna say that's what I thought. I'm like, what? I can't uh, do that until I see my daughter. There you go. Um there you go. watching, you know, my first game ever at, at, at the at the stick was the uh catch by Dwight Clark when the whole cowboy niners started. Uh and the rivalry actually started from that point on. Uh every year. It didn't matter who we faced, it didn't matter who we played in the regular season, it was a, just about we were playing the Cowboys in postseason, and the Super Bowl wasn't even the Super Bowl. It was the NFC Championship game because we all knew that whoever won that game was going to win it easily. Um, and it's always been great battles back and forth. I've seen a lot of great battle linebacking to the secondary, to the uh, pass rush with Haley being part of the Niners and the Haley going to the Cowboys, and then uh, Ken Norton Jr. being a Cowboy and then coming to the Niners. And then you have Deion uh, Sanders, you know, winning a chip with us and then going to the Cowboys. All those players back and forth uh, just intensify that rivalry. But we're starting to see a new rivalry going on with, with, with the Niners and Cowboys. Playing Cowboys last year, now playing the, the this year. The Niners are, are a good team. The Cowboys are a good team. And I see these teams uh, facing each other um, more often than not. But if I can say one thing, what I'm looking forward is this quarterback and Dak Prescott is a good quarterback, and you can't sleep on him. But if you put pressure on him, if like Christian said earlier, if he hears footsteps around him, he gets nervous. And if he gets nervous, he tends to uh, distribute that ball quickly out, and that'll benefit our um, that can benefit Ward, Jimmy Ward, that can benefit Gibson. You know, our guys in the back end, um, I expect Bosa to have a great game in this game. I expect Bosa to really redeem himself from last game. Uh, he wasn't, to his standards, he was embarrassed. He didn't do much. Um, and I expect him to be different. Remember last year, 
we lost Bosa by the halftime, and we didn't have him for the second yeah. half. With a concussion. We, you know, we keep a healthy Bosa this this uh, Sunday. I'm telling you, with this defense and now having a point offense that can move the ball with all the weapons that we have, if you thought we should have ran away with it last year, we're going to run away with this year. The only way the Niners can lose, in my opinion, is if they just shit the bed. If they shit the bed, uh, too many penalties, or turn the ball over late, that is an issue that we're going to uh, encounter. But if we don't do that, we play Niner football, uh, this game is not going to be close. I, I don't see this game being close. I know it's three and a half point favors, but this is a two-digit win so, easily. You know, we're up to four. Yeah. Hey, that, that is, hey, that, that's awesome right there, man. Betho was dropping jewels yep. like a motherfucker. I love it, man. And it, the beauty of getting this information from a, a Niner fan who's older than us is they've seen everything. Like they've watched the antithesis of our our rise and even our downfall and our rise again, everything. And that that's that's why I love that knowledge. So what I think we should do is we got another guy waiting in the background. We're gonna bring him in with Ryan because we have the space to be able to do so. But Ryan, we're gonna kick it over to you. Um we got PA Niner fan uh 87. What's going on with you? Nice to meet you. Good to see you. I just want to say one thing to play off what Beto was saying. About okay, go ahead. Go ahead. With the footsteps with, with Dak. The one thing people are not not really mentioning when it comes to how well Dak played last week. Dude, he had so much time he could fucking do his taxes before he threw the ball against Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> he said do his taxes. And get the re- and get the return. That man got audited. That man got audited and had enough time to resolve those issues. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that he said he looked, he said, come to the playoffs and don't do your taxes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Ryan, man, you are here. It's good to see you, brother. Always good to hang out with you, man. Kick us some game, kick us some knowledge about this, man. Cause we we in here on a high right now. You know what I'm saying? Some of us are on another high, but neither here nor there. But Ryan, hey, please yeah, give us <laughs> there it is. Okay. Give, us some, give, us, give us some wisdom. Give us some knowledge. Let us know, man, what what what, what to expect in this game. I think we're going to see a lot of 21 personnel, and I don't think we're going to see it necessarily with two guys in the backfield. Um, and if it is, it's not necessarily always going to be McCaffrey and Juice. You know what I mean? Um, I think the with what Brock, Brock Purdy's bringing to the game as far as what Kyle can do through Brock Purdy. I think all bets are off now and Kyle can just be the magician that he wants to be. And so if I I don't know if you've noticed it, lady, but it seems like he's cooking up plays more often. You know what I mean? I think what the what I heard today was is Kyle's out there. He's got the plays that he worked on this week, but as the game goes on, he obviously sees things he can take advantage of. And I think his uh his connection with Brock Purdy and Brock Purdy being good enough is it makes him comfortable with just calling uh, calling an audible, essentially. You know, just saying, hey, hold on. I know we've said we're going to do this, but this is out here. I need you to do this. And he knows, I just got to call it in there. Dude's going to go, oh, that's great. That's smart because this is this is what I'm seeing. So that's a great play for right now. And then it just executes instead of having to go, 
Jimmy, I need you to explain every little thing to Jimmy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Through the headset. Yeah. Uh, or or I, really quick, this is simple shit. Can you do it or not? Hey, real quick, Ryan. Um, have yeah. you ever seen Kyle smile so much about talking about his quarterback in the, over the past couple of weeks? I've never seen this man grin so much. Like he, it, uh, it just like when you bring up Brock Purdy, he's like, I could just tell him like, hey, we're gonna run this, and it just kind of just gets done. You know. <laughs> he also like, said, uh, he also said he doesn't have to tell him ten compliments first to give him some, um, uh, you know, some correct some kind of, uh, some kind confidence, of con- constructive yeah, he, criticism. Yeah. Yeah, and here's here's the beauty of this. That tells you, I had to hype Jimmy up before he even would go out there and play properly. Because if you didn't get that, it didn't work. I'll say say this: going back to the Harbaugh days, I'm not gonna lie. I loved how he treated his quarterbacks. I loved the slap on the shoulder, the punch to the chest. Like your quarterback wants to know that you trust them and you know they're going to go out there and ball. Hey, Dad, but, I did good. You know? Right? Right? Pretty much. As, as, any, as, Jimmy as, as all, of us, all of us being sons, we all would love our father to look at us and go, great job, son. It doesn't yeah, matter correct. what we did, but it's just like that thumbs up, that 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 clarification from your pops that, that you did that it right is, is, is second to none. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'm telling you, man, I – I like what Harbaugh did, but the thing about Kyle is, and I think the reason he's smiling like that is because he, in his head, he's like, I finally found a fucking quarterback. He's ex, he's an X's and O's dude. He doesn't see, when everyone was mad at Jimmy and, like, they wouldn't, like, Kyle, and Kyle's not a very emotional, he doesn't know how to show emotion very well, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, on the podium. You know Kyle shows emotion when um, during the game, when he goes out and runs out for a dude like Debo, and Debo's like, "That's my dude, that's yeah. my dude, that's Kyle." And I, I always find it weird when people are like, "Why? Why do the players call him Kyle?" I'm like, "Cause that's their family, man. They're not. That's their brother in arms. They're fighting, you know." Yeah. But uh, Kyle, when it comes to quarterbacks, I've never seen a coach like Kyle treat the way. Yeah, he treats he treats Brock a completely different way. You know, he he doesn't like. I tell you right now, he never loved on. Kyle Jimmy was going Garoppolo. to get the strap. Well, Brock, yeah, he never loved on Jimmy Garoppolo. If anything, he probably beat on him more than he could. Brock's um, mentally strong though. Like he, he we've is. seen time and time again that Jimmy's not. Or just for a rookie, it's insane. Like, isn't it? We we saw during the game last week how mentally strong Brock is because there were Correct. times where he would be playing good and then he would get in a little funk. And not be playing good for a second, and then the next drive, he forgot all about it and was out playing again, good again. It's not like he kind of got a little, you know, got the, you know, got nervous and, and wasn't playing as good and just Kate played that way for the rest of the game like rookies do. He he was able to overcome it and <laughs> fix what he was doing and play better. Like that's this is it. This the is mental... thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go. Oh, I was just saying the me- like the the mental um, fortitude that that. Purdy plays with is insane. He just he's he does not get in his own head, and he's over to he's able to overcome any mistake and completely forget about it the next drive. This yeah. is correct. This is also like I, I like to think about this. This is the same kid kid. I mind you because like you're not an adult till you're at least like 26 in my book. Yeah, anymore, 25, you know? 26. That's where the maturity really kicks in. Correct. 
So this is the same kid who had Coach Saban come to his house and say, you need to correct this and this to come to Alabama. He's like, well, I'm not doing that. I don't like you, Saban. Get out of my house, essentially. You know, like, come on. <laughs> like, who says that to Saban? Right. Saban. <laughs> you know? Like, if he went, okay, Um, just quick question, hypothetical, right? Yeah. If Purdy went to Bama as a backup. Um, he probably would have been seen like, okay, he's got this this talent. Uh, do you think he would have been drafted earlier in the draft? Of course, at nine when I yep. end up up at him. Yep, yeah, because the I don't thing think is, he's good though. He would, yeah, he probably. You're correct, Brian. His develop his development is going to be lacking because he wouldn't have had the playing time. See, it, the, okay. the, here's here's the issue with going to a big school. Your your Floridas, your Alabamas, your LSU's, your uh, your your Utahs, your your Oregon's, any of those big name schools already have a bunch of talent sitting ready and waiting. I know um, just because if I'll give you the best example. Anybody ever see Matt Castle play it down in college? I, no. I but he no. got drafted. <laughs> He got drafted. He went to SC. He went the Division One JUCO route. That, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, it makes so, it easier when you're at those schools to get noticed, and at the same time, you know they got the plug with the NFL. So the NFL is gonna call. Hey, and at that time, who was the head coach? Pete Carroll. They're gonna call. Hey, Pete. What's up with this guy? Is he any good? Yeah. All right. All right, this is Bill. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what? You know, I'm heard it. that gum in my motherfucking ear, man. I'm asking you a goddamn <laughs> I can't. Dude, that dude can fucking hey. get it. I'm sorry. So, oh, hey, no, he can. I'm telling you right now, his jaw is probably immaculate. I'm yeah, the picture is wide enough, is it? Gators. As many times. Alligators. Hey. Alligators are jealous of that pressure he could put down <laughs> on that jaw. Hey, real quick. <laughs> real quick. Uh, about Brock hey. Purdy. You guys, if you guys didn't know this, John Lynch actually mentioned this on KMBR the other day that they were actually looking at Brock Purdy in last year's draft, but he wanted to stay for his junior so, year and yeah, finish that. college. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. So what I was going to say by Purdy going to Iowa State, what he what he learned by being there and being there for four years and choosing that over Alabama, which he had to offer to, he, by being a starter for four years, he learned how to read a defense and he learned how to be a leader. A legitimate leader, and that's what you know. That's what we see. Like when IU doesn't. And how did he learn? Now. How did he learn to be a leader? What caused him to learn to be a leader? Four-year starter. Four-year right? starter. Well, losing. he got to see a lot. He got to yeah. see a lot. He I think. Um, you guys. So everyone here watched uh, all the games this weekend. I assume. You guys uh, remember watching um, that Miami Buffalo game. Mm-hmm. And like you were watching, so you're like, like I never played like high level football, but I'm watching this game. I'm like, yo, get the play off, get the play off, get the play off. And it's just like we burned two timeouts over kind of dumb stuff, which I I, I see Brock Purdy kind of not do that type of stuff, you know. Even though that guy, I forget his name already, the Miami Thompson. backup was drafted before Purdy, Tyler Thompson. Skyler Say again, Skylar Thompson. Skylar Thompson. Oh, yeah. He threw kind of a pretty ball. If not everything was dropped that day, he might have won that game. But still, like when it came down to it, you didn't feel like he could get it done. Even during that Raider game for Purdy, I'm like, 
I like he got the ball in his hand. I'm like, I'm I'm not that nervous. I'm like, he's gonna get us down there. As long as gold gets it done this time, I think we're good. You know, like I I've never felt this way about like a Niner QB in a long time, I should say. All the know? penalties and delays in, in Miami was why? Because the ball they got the play called in and the quarterback couldn't execute it out fast enough to his offense. And they were it reminded me of the hardball days with the freaking always having to call timeouts uh, mm-hmm. for uh, unless we get delayed. But uh, Brock Purdy is able to process much quicker, much faster. And he's able to – he understands this offense. He understands exactly what Kyle wants to do. So when the call comes in, he automatically already is able to give it out to his offense and execute uh, the way Kyle – that's why Kyle is always smiling ear to ear because Jimmy was an idiot. Jimmy didn't know how to do that. <laughs> um, and, and Brock does, man. So – uh, but those delays That's were like, true. I was so pissed. Yeah, no, I watched that game, and I can tell you this. It's insane how even with all that crap, that game was actually competitive. I didn't yeah. expect that from the Dolphins. I expected them to fall flat on their face. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a blowout. Yeah. What, what, what were they? Two first downs away from – they were only down by two, right? They were two yeah. first downs away from kicking a field goal to take the lead. And, like, you still felt watching that game, you're like – like, they might only be two first downs, but, like, they were, like, a mile away compared to, like, what we got in our pocket. Like, you think, yeah. oh, any play, we could we could go 25 yards, 30 yards. You know, yeah. it's like. So, I got to say this. I got to say this real quick. A big fuck you to those jackasses that wished an injury on Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. yeah you don't wish injury on people. You don't do that. You don't want, you know, like, we – we if a game if an injury happens during the process of the game, it's football. It's gonna happen. But you can right. kiss you can kiss all of my black ass with wishing an injury on Christian McCaffrey. You know what's gonna happen? It's gonna backfire on your ass. And one it, of their players. Gonna, and and that that could be one of your key guys. And you don't want that. If a CD Lamb were to go down, that's detrimental. If Tony Pollard goes down, that's detrimental. If what happens if that goes down? That's detrimental to your offense. Don't think Cooper Rush is going to come in after sitting on that fucking bench and play this defense and go off. Not yeah. going to happen. So and it's fun to watch starters play. They can't, they can't put up as many points with uh, Cooper Rush as they do with Dak. Yeah, you know he actually I mean? so, hey, he does. Dak, the one thing I give it is when he's on fire, he's on fire. He's in fuego, man. Like He's not playing. But – how often does that happen? Play, the run game has yeah. to be going for play action. Everything Dak does is off the play action. It's been that since he was a rookie. Yeah. The reason he put up those numbers as a rookie is that run game was so good. Every time he dropped it, he did play action. Boom, dude. Watch somebody's wide open. Hey, wide never open. mind. Never mind. They had so, one of the best offensive now. lines put together I've ever witnessed to oh, yeah. during dude, that, that time. That line was insane. Was disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um. So here's the other thing. like no matter how good Dak is in that offense, right? Um, they still have to keep up with the Niners offense. Like this is the first year we could say, okay, we're deadly on defense and offense in a long time. Like let's say we slip up in the offense. Well, you still got to keep up, man, because we can hang 14 in a quarter very quick, you know? So that takes the run game almost out of it without the defense even being involved is what I'm trying to say, I guess, you know? No, so, you, you're, making, you're making total sense with that. Yeah. Or one thing we haven't mentioned, we had an almost 10-minute drive to start the yeah. third quarter. Like, yeah. 
that was huge. And that's the beauty of it. That that's the easiest thing you, you can think do. about it. And Kyle loves those the, drives. The defense he had twenty does all together with between halftime and then that drive. The defense had twenty five minutes of rest before they went on that yeah. field. Yeah, like I mean, if you think about it, that's basically like not even playing a whole fucking half. Like that's a lot less on your body because of all of the the maintenance you have to do after a hard fought game. But I, I I'm telling you, man, I, I'm I'm looking at this game. Uh, hey, what's going on, uh, Yafi? First time here. Hit that like and subscribe button, man. I appreciate you. I see it real quick. I see it being a two-score game, man. Niners <laughs> favor. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. See hanging, I see us hanging. I, I was talking about this earlier. I see us hanging 35 to 40, and they floating around that that mid-20 range, that yeah. 20 to 25 range. See, he's he's got it. He's he's already got it going. Um, and I, I can tell you from looking at the weapons that the Cowboys had, they've got some formidable from formidable guys. You got Dak, you got Schultz, you got CD, you got Gallup, you got your Tony Pollard. Um, I don't mention Zeke because he does not matter, and that's only because he made himself irrelevant. There's nothing we can do about that. You need to get on the field and start producing and living up to that contract that you got. Oh, my bad. That's just Jerry Jones fucking off more money because he doesn't know what he's doing. And he's too busy, God, he's too busy putting his ass on his shoulders and talking instead of just being a fucking owner. Like, there's two owners in the league that, that I can tell you right now were detrimental to their teams. It's Jerry Jones and, God rest his soul, Al Davis. If you ran a 4-2, you were on the fucking squad for the Raiders. You know why? Because Al Davis just thought it was speed that that was going to win everything. But no, speed doesn't win everything. Because you could run fat. Usain Bolt was the fastest man on the planet at one time. You really think he can get out there and play wide receiver? Real I don't quick. think so. Real quick. Not going to um, happen. Like the successful oh. wideouts on the Niners that went against the Niners are usually physical, real physical dudes. DK, physical freak of nature, mm-hmm. and could yeah. still run fast as hell. Kelsey. Who on Dallas is physical? I mean, physical and fat. Nobody. Yeah. Like I think Ward and our boys are going to eat these people up. Like, because Cowboys are like, soft. Yeah, we saw Ward. We saw Ward try to push. Um, uh, I don't know what his dimensions are, but DK. We saw Ward try to push him off the line. DK's like, get out here. Get about, out. I think yeah. he's about six four, like two forty. Yeah, like, massive. Uh, yeah, he could he could play defensive end if he wanted to, just about, you know. And he's still running like low fours. <laughs> and uh, um, I don't think Dallas has anybody like that that could push our corners around. Like a uh, matchup wise, I think we're very we stack up amazing. See, what way? Hold on, real quick. What were you gonna say, Ryan? Oh, there's a uh, there's bank accounts in the chat right now. Well, I obviously didn't shave my beard, and now we've got somebody in there. And also, I'm pretty sure the Aaron from 49ers First Takes isn't the real one also. Yeah, I don't think that. I'm pretty sure. See, that's what I was throwing off. He doesn't sound team. like that. Pretty yeah, sure he's Aaron playing video games that. right now. I think that's Doc, Steve okay. Primo. I'm not sure. So it's Something about earlier, Mariah said that he might have been doing that to Aaron's when somebody was – Somebody being Aaron came in and said that his hand his uh, channel got taken, and then oh. of course I'm like, "Hey, Aaron, what do you mean?" Because like he's not saying anything. Because you know normally you would think a content yeah, creator that had their channel taken, it would you wouldn't just stop it. My t- channel got taken. You know what I mean? So 
Yeah. We got we got a jokester. I took that no, so, no border sports guy out of there. Okay. So, yeah. So I, I don't. I'd like to to say that this game, the the Dallas we're going to see is more like the Dallas that was against Washington than mm. against Tampa Bay. Even though a lot of the you know sports media people think we're going to, they're like, oh yeah, we're going to see the Dallas that was against Tampa Bay. When more likely we're going to see the Dallas against Washington. Washington obviously matches matches up well against Dallas because what is Washington? They're fucking physical on defense. They're physical on offense too. That team's physical. They manhandled the Cowboys yeah. offense. That defense did. That's exactly yeah. what that's exactly what Dallas is just about to find out. That, especially for the fact that they played such a soft ass team like Tampa Bay. They're gonna do. They're gonna get punched in the mouth with our physicality. And it's gonna. I didn't think they. I didn't think they looked that good playing against that Tampa Bay team. As I was watching, everybody's like, "Oh, Dak had a great game." And I was looking at like, yeah, they put up points, but like the eye test, I was like, "How are they?" Tampa Bay State defense wasn't that good. Yeah, everybody keeps saying they're like a top defense. I'm like, dude, they're old as shit. (laughs) You know what's funny? Like, how many people actually brought up that the Niners played them three weeks before, and like they weren't even a team. 30, what, what was it? 38-7? 35-7. So I love hearing I love hearing this argument. Oh, the Niners haven't played anybody for the past eleven weeks to get that eleven game win streak. Oh, but Dallas played so well against Tampa. Who did we play in that eleven game win streak? Please tell me. Oh, Tampa Bay was in there. They were in a football team apparently back then. I guess I don't know. The reason that people do that is purposely to try to strengthen their argument that we aren't as good as we appear mm-hmm. to be. Here's the issue. As much as you try to strengthen your argument with that, we're going to defeat it by kicking your ass. That's yeah. the problem. The Cowboys are ready and waiting for us. And I guarantee you, when they get into Santa Clara, they're going to go into Levi Stadium. Realize it's sold the fuck out. There's not much blue. There is a sea of red, and that we are going to literally go in there and dominate them in ways they've not been dominated before. And that's what they're afraid of. So any Cowboys content creator that's out there, what do they normally do? They're going to say, well, y'all ain't played nobody. Here's the thing about that. I don't, I'm, I'm not going to discredit anybody in the league because you don't pick your own schedule. If yep. they pick their own and schedule, they, they would only want to pick the best of the best because it's a better litmus test. But you know what you have to do? You got to play some crappy teams every now and then. And you know what you do with those crappy teams? You, you kick their, their ass down their throat. For 11 games. Well, what, what, nobody com- what nobody compares when it comes to how well Dak played against Tampa Bay. They're like, oh, yeah, Dak looks so good. I'm like, okay, Brock Purdy's best game, his best start this year was against Tampa Bay's defense. Oh, I didn't even the think about that. The best game he played was his first start, was against Tampa Bay's defense. And they have a That's bad still, secondary over there. Yeah, that was the best game he's played, I'd think, of all of his starts. No, that wasn't a ghost that walked behind Christian, man. Somebody else in the house. He saw it. I, I forgot who it was that walked behind you. But my, yo, it was, yo, no, no bullshit. That was low creepy, man. Be mindful. That's some evil dead shit going man, on. That's my that's much my fault. Don't bring up evil dead. <laughs> <laughs> every, hey, team, um, every team that's played the Niners. They went up losing the next game after the game. Yes, yep. that's how physical this Niners defense yeah, is. We had, I think that's the first time that's ever happened. Take ever. another L. That, that's Dude, Dallas, Dallas doesn't like physical at all. No. They're no. finesse. They're one hundred and ten percent the most finesse team left in this. In this, okay. Uh, um, you guys might have already talked about this. I try to think I, when I look at a Niner game or anything. Um, I look at like 
how can we lose this game? How does the other team beat me? Not how do I win? How does this other team beat me? So what's the number one thing that the Dallas Cowboys do better than the Niners? And I, I, I really thought about this. And I'm like, honestly, with this quarterback and Brock Purdy, I think that's a wash with Dak. And I'm like, honestly, nothing. We do everything better than they do, I feel like, anymore. With how protective Brock is with the football. I should say. Well, yeah. the way the way we lose this game is if Dallas finds a way to confuse Purdy, make him look like a rookie, and make him make mistakes. That's how we lose this game. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. But that's how we lose this game. They're able to make Purdy look like a rookie and make him second guess everything and stuff like that. I think that's the only way they're going to win is is they're able to actually be the first defense to somewhat make Purdy look pedestrian. I don't yeah. see it happening. I if don't either. Do, and if they do that, guess what Kyle will do by the second half? He's like, guess what? We're going to run the football down your throat with Mitchell and CMC. Yeah. I, I, just yeah. to keep us slower, I, I don't know. I, I, I try to picture in my head, like, without – Dion, you're on mute. Without, without Brock throwing two picks, I don't see us losing. I, I don't. Hey, and, and we can still run that run it down that throat with Mason, but – Looks like we got to we we got to finish this up here, guys. We've been here yeah. for an hour and forty one oh, minutes. Sorry, boys. Yeah, no, 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 you're no, good. no. thanks hey, for coming on, man. You've been great. We need to cut time on that. Yeah, hey, just real quick, uh, Ryan and PA, uh, your X factors for both offense and defense before you go. Yeah, X factors, real quick, will be uh, easy question is prop. Real oh, quick uh, okay. for Pretty offense, good. and then X factor for defense is. Let me see two sacks from Bosa. I would love to see that this game. All right. right. I'm going to go with Brandon Ayuk if he can stop dropping balls. Okay, because if he could do that, Brock likes to go to him all the time. And you know what I mean? Like he's going to eat if he can just bring those in. I mean, it would just add probably 50 to 60, maybe even 70 yards on his game. I'm just saying. Um, and for defense, I'm going to go with the linebackers. Um, oh, I don't know okay. specifically which one, but I think they're going to be tested with these wide receivers and such in this game. And I think mm-hmm. that's really where, you know, they're, we're going to – where if we're really staying strong, we could throw a wrench in their game. Because everybody always, you know, does these path, passing concepts. You always want to attack the linebackers because the linebackers, it's not necessarily their bread and butter. But our guys are it's kind of their bread and butter. Hey, so Tampa, I think it's going to – go ahead. I was going to say Tampa Bay's defense, especially compared to they, – their their linebackers don't have the sideline to sideline speed our linebackers have. No. No it, team It's going to be a difference. Yeah. No, I'll say this. To, to, uh, to Ryan's point, Here's the, here's the thing. B.A., we do want you to drop your nuts, but drop it on these fucking DBs as you're catching the ball going down hey, the field. How that many times, real quick, how many times did you, all the boys on this panel, watch that pass to the corner of the end zone? Right, oh, right, right, right oh, That would have been a highlight oh, reel. That would have been a That's a poster. That's a poster. That's a dart. It was a dart, and he dropped it, and I was like, no, B.A., I don't, why did you I do don't that? think I don't think he expected it. 
Okay, no, that's, what I think that's, that's, think that's the best explanation. He's like, no way he thought that pass was coming in like a Randy yeah. Johnson fastball to the corner of that end zone. Hey, look, I don't care what nobody says. I love Randy Johnson. He's one of the greatest pitchers ever. That man destroyed a bird with a fucking baseball. Bird. That was insanity. Literally. If you haven't <laughs> seen it, it's one of the best things ever. I have never seen Spring, anything like that in my Spring life. training. Spring training, baby. Spring training. And, I mean, yeah. bro, let me tell you something. Randy Johnson, old as fuck, I guarantee you still got a 100-mile-an-hour heater. Hey, I'll do this. Randy, I, this way up topic. Randy Johnson quote, real quick. This man was asked, hey, what do you do if someone breaks into your house? He's like, I don't own a gun. I got a bag of baseballs next to my bed. If someone breaks in my house, he better be ready for a 104 mile an hour fastball to the chest. <laughs> Straight facts. Beat up. Take us out, baby. All right. Thank you guys for uh, joining us. We really appreciate it. It was a fun show. Um, if you haven't yet already, uh, go follow our pages. All the links are below in the description. Um, once again, thank you again, guys. We really appreciate it. Follow us you know, on all platforms. And uh, until next time, guys. Go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners. Let's go.